five, the ANC government came up with that that bill that forced the area of Matata to the Eastern Cape against the will of the people. So as the AIC, when the ANC was in was looking for an assistance, especially in those municipalities I've already cited, we saw that as an opportunity to force the ANC do what the people of Matatela wanted. And you recall that that was the immediate uh, cause for the formation of the AIC, though there are some many reasons why we decided to establish or to form the African Independent Congress. But that one was an immediate cause of our establishment. Then we took that advantage and uh, presented as a demand to the AIC, to the ANC that it take this area of Matatiela back to where the majority of the residents of the area wanted to be administered. We agreed with the ANC even in our first meet- meeting when we met immediately after the local government elections that in, if we assisted them to rule or to govern Eguruleni, uh, they will start the processes to take Matatela back to, 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 to KZN. So we, we, on that one, we have been agreeing. We were only not agreeing on some of the clauses that were to be part of, uh, of, of, of the memorandum of understanding. Up until yesterday, we came into an agreement and ended up signing that agreement. The AIC's Mutlapanzima Jafta. Meanwhile, constitutional law expert Professor Pierre de Foss said the Matatiele issue was all about the balance of power. He was speaking to my colleague Tsipiso Makwetla. It is very easy for the ANC to table a constitutional amendment in Parliament uh, to propose that there is an amendment to the Constitution to change the border back to where it was before this change of the border between the two provinces happened uh, at the previous uh, change. Uh, whether they will get the two-thirds majority, I don't know, because I'm not sure who will vote for this in the National Assembly. Mm. Uh, originally, the Constitutional Court had um, rejected the application to you know, reverse the incorporation into the Eastern Cape, saying that certain sections of the Constitution were not followed in terms of process. Would that yes. come back to haunt this, uh, this then new move? No, it won't, because in that case, the, the, what happened is there was arguments made that the amendments to the Constitution were not done properly because there were not enough public involvement and uh, all kinds of other requirements were not met. But that was that is water under the bridge. That is now gone. Hmm. We now have a new process, a new process in which there will be, according to this agreement, if it is followed through on, there will be another attempt to change back the boundaries to the original, as I understand it. Um, as long as the correct procedure is followed, and there will have to be, obviously, consultation and all those kind of things, uh, then the, the change, if the two-thirds majority is reached in the National Assembly, will actually be effective. There are questions of why is this different to areas such as Vuwani, for instance, and um, 
There have been other, uh, you recall, in the northwest as well, decisions which have been also brought back to to Vuani to say, why does it seem that there is either unilateral or unequal application of the law? Well, this is the, this is not an application of the law. This is decisions made for political expediency, to put it bluntly. Mm-hmm. Um, the people of Uvani are not holding the balance of power in several municipalities like the AIC does. And so it is not necessary for the governing party to negotiate with them to make sure uh, to compromise in order to retain, say, Ikurleni municipality in the hands of the governing party. So this is about politics. It has nothing to do with law. It has to do with uh, what the parties can get out of this and not. Constitutional law expert Professor Pierre de Force. Uh, we're joined now by ANC spokesperson Crisella uh, Sangoni. Uh, thank you for your time this afternoon. Um, the, the professor is quite blunt there, saying that uh, this is simply a political expediency that you finally uh, come to this deal with the AIC, who've been pushing the, for this for a while, and of course it's why they were set up. Uh, so, what prompted uh, you know fi- you finally to sort of find common ground? Well, thank you very much, uh, Stephen, and thank you so much for the invitation to come onto the show. I think uh, it's perhaps important to start off by us understanding what is the nature of the ANC's agreement uh, with uh, the African Independent Congress. Following the local government elections that were held last year, the ANC agreed with the Independent Congress that we would look at reopening a process that uh, uh, reviewed the demarcation of Matatiela back into KwaZulu-Natal. This does not mean that we have taken a decision uh, that says that the municipality will be incorporated back to KwaZulu-Natal, but that the process must be reopened. And I think it's important to make this distinction because uh, some of your, 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 your uh, 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 some of the reports that we have seen have indicated that the ANC has taken decisions without consulting the people of Matatiela and so forth. That is incorrect. Now, we've adopted a roadmap that says that the constitution, the parliamentary process that needs to be followed whenever the constitution has to be amended must be followed. That process entails public consultations where the people of Matatiela will be allowed to make their views. Uh, so when it speaks to issues of political expediency and so forth, I think it's, it's really unfortunate because all we have uh, committed to at this point in time is a process which we have agreed to in various other places where there's extensive consultation and engagement with communities. Well, I suppose a cynic would then say that uh, the only reason that you undertook to uh, even discuss this was the fact that you needed the AIC to, to, to sustain you because they have held uh, the, the threat of uh, you know, walking away from other coalitions uh, with the ANC. That's a matter of public record. I think that the African National Congress would have entered into these discussions with the AIC in particular following the local government elections of 2014 where the support of the AIC was canvassed with the purpose of ensuring that the ANC continues to govern a Kuruleni municipality, Rassenberg municipality, Umkanyagude district municipality and various other municipalities where they've got representation. So I don't think that at any point we would have negated uh, the fact that that is what occasioned the discussion here. How soon is the ANC then going to get uh, the ball rolling in terms of uh, you know, trying to get these changes through? Well, according to the roadmap that we have uh, uh, adopted together with the AIC, the process is meant to begin as soon as possible. 
um, we will know that uh, in order to effect a constitutional amendment, there's the process of drafting the bills, getting cabinet approval, presenting it uh, to to parliament. Uh, and then at that point, you would then need to get the support of uh, a two-thirds majority in parliament as well as six provinces of the National Council of Provinces. So we've committed as the African National Congress our support to the process, and uh, we would be briefing government uh, to, 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 to begin uh, those processes.